Welcome back to Teen You Are Enough podcast. And for those of you who are new, welcome. We're so glad to have you. I'm so glad to have you. Um, I have a special guest here, and her name is Grace, one of my good, good friends. Hello. <laughs> and she will be sharing her testimony. But before that, I will be asking her some questions. Are you ready, Grace? Yes, I am so excited. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so question one, so I have a mixture of them. So I have some Bible fun questions and then some really fun, like, secular questions. Okay. Um, so the first one is, where do you wish to live one day? Like, state or country or whatever. Mm, you know what? That is a good question. To be honest, I love traveling and I love being outside. Um, so somewhere where, like, scenery is really, really cool. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I love Michigan. Like, I think, like, the lakes are just so pretty. So I actually, like, love where I live now. But, like, if I had to choose somewhere else, I think even, like, Florida would be cool. <laughs> even, like, Alaska. Oh, my goodness. Kind of two different places, but I like the ocean and I like the mountains, too. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question is, what do you often like talking about? Like, what's your, like, maybe topic that you specifically like to talk about a lot or whatever? Hmm. That's a really good question. Man, I like these questions. Um, you know what? To be honest, I love talking about Jesus. Like, I know it's kind of like the Christian answer, but it's so true because just seeing the way that he works in other people's Mm -hmm. lives, like, always inspires me. And so I love just like hearing other people's testimonies and I just love like talking to people and like connecting with them kind of on that level. Um, But then like on a lighter note, I love talking about music. Um, I love worship leading and I love talking about like art and kind of like the creative side of things too. I love that answer. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) now now we're getting into the last two questions and they're all um, Christian related. So you ready? (laughs) Let's do this. There's, if you thought those questions were good, just wait. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. okay. Question three. Who in the Bible would you like to meet when you get to heaven? Anybody. It could be anybody in the Bible. Okay. Not counting Jesus. Not counting Jesus. <laughs> Figured that. Okay. Hmm. You know, the first person that actually comes to mind is Esther. Um, when I was younger, I had to do like a it was a, called like a faces of history type thing. So you had to like dress up as somebody uh-huh. and like someone had to guess who it was. And so like, I really like learned the story of Esther, which was like maybe four years ago. And I just love how, um, like the Lord called her for such a time as this. And I just think it'd be so cool to just like talk to her like, Hey, like, how are you so bold to just like, cause literally she just went and like talked uh-huh. to the King and was like, Hey, can you save my people? And she was risking her life by like yeah. loving other people. And so I would definitely want to talk to Esther. I love that. Like, yeah, she was quite the woman. She was quite the woman. She was. I know. Usually I say Eve. I'm like, okay, Eve, what happened? But I was like, you know what? Let's stick with Esther. Let's stick with Esther. <laughs> That's so good. All oh, right. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Question four. This is, I came up with this one and I was like, this is really good. So, okay. um, what will you say? Or what would you say to Jesus when you meet him face to face in heaven? What would the first words out of your mouth be to him? You know, I can't really pinpoint that just because it's like, I have no idea what it will be like. 
it's more of like an overall kind of thing. Yeah, like, no, for sure, like for sure. Exact. But I think it'll probably be like an hour where I'm just like sitting there. Like, I, know, right? I don't know what to say, but I can just see it being like almost not a critical thing, but almost like a thing where it's like, Laura, like you were right. Like all of this time, like, like I love you, you know, just something. I feel like it's mm-hmm. maybe going to just be like a simple phrase like that. Like you were right. Like you loved me and like you cared for me and it was just kind of like seeing like his full beauty in that moment like I don't know like I don't know what I'll say but I have a feeling it'll be something maybe like a short phrase that it's like that's right like you had me all along I'm Uh not sure I yeah it's I put that question in there because it's like just like an overall kind of thing because I'm like yeah no it's so cool it opens my perspective yeah we can't like pinpoint exactly like this is what I'm gonna say because we're gonna be like so in awe like in the world exactly i know i'm so excited about it i was just thinking about it the other day like the hope of heaven and i'm like i Mm -hmm. can't wait (laughs) i know okay so everybody it has now come to time for grace to share her testimony are you ready grace i am so excited i'm excited to hear it too this will be my first time hearing it so it's all new to us for everybody me the viewers everybody all right Yes. You ready? I am ready. All so right, excited. First off, Abby, like, thank you for having me on the podcast. I You're am welcome. like so excited for this just opportunity and just this experience. Um, just to really declare like what God has done. Um, I've noticed that's just one of the most beautiful ways that I can grow my relationship with the Lord is just being like, This is what He's done in my life, in other people's lives, and just kind of letting that out. Like He's done so much mm-hmm. and it's so cool. Um but yeah, so my name is Grace. Um, I've been born and raised in Michigan. I um, have always actually been homeschooled. I just finished my freshman year of high school. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, I'm like, oh, I'm so kind of done. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so I'm from a family of six. I have two awesome parents um, who have just like raised me so well. And I'm so thankful for them. And honestly, I don't even know where I would be um, without them in my life. And I have four other siblings actually, so I have an older brother, a younger sister, and a younger brother. So I'm the oldest girl. Um, and yeah, I love Michigan. Like I said, I love being here. I love worship leading um, just at my church and just at different places. Worship leading and singing and playing the piano is just something that I absolutely have a huge passion for and hopefully other instruments in the future. Um, but yeah, things I like to do, obviously music, worship leading. I love connecting with people. I love talking with people. Um, and I also really enjoy painting. Um, I really just love painting creation and just seeing how like God can actually grow me closer with him through creativity, um, and through drawing and things like that. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a little bit about me. Um, I thought I would share kind of like some childhood kind of like key moments that I remember. Um, But yeah, so I've like always been raised in Michigan. I think I've said that about five times. Um, (laughs) I just love it. Um, But yeah, so when I was younger, um, I've always grown up in the church, always grown up around Christian people, around people that love the Lord. And even another way to put it is like Jesus followers, you know, just in that sense of like people that were like genuinely kind um, and just like caring. And, you know, some things that I really remember about my childhood was I was, 
<laughs> extremely outgoing at some moments and then I was also shy for other moments it was so funny um but I was very like I did not care what people thought of me and that's something that I actually look back and I'm like wow like that's so cool like I just I think I never it never really came into my head about what people were thinking and I'm sure sometimes it did and maybe I just don't remember but like overall it was just kind of a season in my life, which I know I'm not that old, but looking back on like when I was actually younger, like six, mm-hmm. seven, um, like that type of age was just um, a very like carefree time of my life. And I just really like that. And even now, I just hope that, you know, even when things get harder and as I get older and things change, that I can still hang on to that carefree mentality that, you know what, life can be fun and we can still celebrate. Um, but yeah, so some things I remember about my childhood was um, the first thing was I grew up um, loving music and I took piano lessons. Oh, I don't actually remember quite when I started, but it was <laughs> everyone asked me that question. They're like, when did you start? And I'm like, I just don't remember. It was I'm pretty sure it was maybe eight, maybe seven <laughs> or eight, something like that. Anyways, I loved music. And a big thing I remember is my first song that I wrote. And I was upstairs and I, <laughs> I don't know about you, Abby, but like, I've always been afraid of the dark. And I don't know, it's something that hopefully one day I'm just like, you know what, I will never be afraid of the dark. But when I was younger, I was always afraid of like, what was under my bed and things like that. <laughs> I was so that way at that age. Were you? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, even now, sometimes I'm still afraid of the dark, but like, I was always afraid of what's under my bed. I was like, what is that problem? (laughs) (laughs) So I just remember, um, I was upstairs and I was like walking downstairs or something and I looked in my bedroom and I looked under my bed. I just kind of like glanced at it. I just glanced in my room and I saw that it was dark. And I remember just this song came to me in that moment. It was more like a chant, to be honest with you. But it was like, the dark, the sin, I'm not gonna let that win, no, no. (laughs) And it like kept going on, like the nose go on for a while. And then it switches and it says, like the light, the bright, I'm gonna let that win, yes, 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 yes. And it like keeps going on. And um, so that's something that like, I just really remembered. I wrote it when I was six. So cool. And it's just something that even now, like the other day, actually, someone was like, oh yeah, like that song you wrote a long time ago, like that's actually like been helping me. And I'm like, wait, what? And it was like so cool. Just kind of like in that moment of being so carefree and just not even thinking about anything. I was just being, oh, like, I'm not going to let that win. Like Jesus is greater and I'm going to let him win. And like how out of that, you know, people were impacted. Um, So that was the first song I wrote. And that's kind of when I started writing songs. And that was really fun. And there's still so many other, like, my chant type songs that I remember. Um, (laughs) So funny. Um, I'm trying to think. Another thing I remember is I actually grew up going to, like, a ministry church with my family. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that was something that we did for about seven years. And it was really, really cool. It was a neat experience. And another thing that I remember was just, like, going along with that carefree spirit was um, we would dance during worship. We would um, kind of be in a corner, um, me and some other friends from the church, and we would just dance during worship. And it was like really, really cool because I was like, wow, like it was just like, you know, kind of coming back to that part where I was like, I didn't care what people thought. And I didn't really think about it. Um, I remember there was one time we were like going to go out in front and I was like, no guys, we can't do that. (laughs) One time I was afraid of what people thought, but for the most part, it was just so fun dancing with my sister in the corner. And we would just like dance to the music. Um, 
dancing with the Lord. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, and then I think the last thing I'll share from like my childhood kind of memories were, uh, well, first of all, I have a great family. I don't know if I totally mentioned that, but even like my cousins and my aunts and my uncles, um, and especially like my grandparents are people that I extremely look up to and I'm so thankful for them and they are just all so wise like they've taught me so many things like my grandma's taught me to like always be prepared and my mom's taught me to like be strong in the Lord and my dad's taught me to just like be myself and all of these things that are just lessons that you know I was able to be grounded even from a young age which I'm just really thankful for and I'm glad that I can share it with you guys um but yeah so that was super awesome and then kind of moving to like 12 13 kind of like you know changing from like mm-hmm. middle school to high school it was kind of like what is 12 and 13 is that like junior high is it middle school I think it's middle school, middle school? Yeah. okay so yeah it was kind of about that age actually that I kind of started like um worrying and things like that and um kind of happened more at night um again when it got dark it was like it was like never in the day which that's why I've always like grown up like loving the sunshine because I'm like oh my gosh like joy comes in the morning I don't have to worry about darkness anymore and um you know sometimes it was never even like a huge deal or I never thought about it like all the time but it was something that did come into my mind of like okay like I love the sun you know it's like it just reminds me of Jesus and joy um but yeah, so like 12, 13, a little bit of 14, um, which I'm actually 15 now. Um, I don't know if I said that. Um, but anyway, I kind of struggled with like worry and things like that at night. Um, and there were times that it was mainly just like being afraid that something was going to happen, like being afraid that either someone was going to die. Like like I said, I'm really close to my family. So I was like, oh my gosh, what if something happens? And like, I don't have control and like all of these things. And even something I was thinking about a couple weeks ago was like how you know as humans sometimes we want to have like so much control but actually just like resting in the lord can give us that security it can give us that security of like you know what jesus like i might not have all the answers and i might not have all the control but you do so that gives me security and that gives me a firm place to stand um and so just looking back on those years i'm like man like you know what right like I don't have control of everything um but the Lord does and that gives me so much security um Mm -hmm. and you know there was a couple things I remember um just kind of at night when I would worry and things like that um there was a time when well actually my mom taught me I remember going to my mom one time and I was just like crying I was like mom like I just I don't know how to get rid of this fear and um you know something I kind of believed as a kid which I didn't really realize it. it was like I thought that it was like attached to me and that I didn't really have the power to like make it go away and I just thought that mm-hmm. it was like okay like you just kind of deal with it and it's just there and I remember my mom saying something and she's like Grace she's like you have to like fight the enemy she's like this is him coming against you and you have to fight it mm-hmm. she's like but get strong like you know like come on like get not not it wasn't in a mean way it was obviously like all in love but she was saying it in like a way of just like you have mm-hmm. to stand up like you can do this like the Lord has equipped you with strength so just use it you know and that was just something that I just really really remember because I was like wow I do have the power in Christ to like in the name of Jesus like that fear goes away and so um there was one night actually I was on my bed and I was just like ah, and I was just struggling with this fear and I just kept saying Jesus 
over and over and over again. And maybe it was bad thoughts at that time. I don't really remember exactly what it was, but it was something that was really bothering me at night. And I just kept saying his name over and over again so many times. And then all of a sudden I just realized like, whoa, it's not there anymore. <laughs> like the worry is gone. And it was a daily battle I had to fight, but it was really cool realizing like, the name of Jesus has so much power, even in those hard moments. Um, and so, yeah, that was just really cool. And Abby, I'm sure you kind of understand a little bit of a glimpse of what I'm saying mm-hmm. and just how Jesus yes. is such a comforter, really like good. in all of those times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really cool. Um, and then Proverbs 4, 23, I remember actually came to me one night. It says, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And I remember I was like, again, I was struggling with worry and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, this isn't going to leave. It's just kind of stuck on me. And I remember the Lord was like, just open your Bible. I was like, okay, I have nothing better to do. Like, there's no other way I can really go. Like, I feel like nothing else is going to help me. And um, I opened it and that verse popped up. And I don't, I don't, sometimes I can't pinpoint exactly what it was that touched me. But like the worry went away immediately like right in that moment like the minute I read it it was completely gone um like that night and so those are like a couple things just throughout kind of that two-year period of just worrying and just kind of having fear at night of just how the Lord like proved himself to be so faithful but how it does take us surrendering and it does take us coming to him and realizing Mm -hmm. like okay Lord like I can't do this on my own so maybe I should stop pretending like I can you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. totally so yeah that was that was a really really cool thing and even you know in those nights where I was like okay nothing is really happening you know that's I'm just I think it was yesterday I was reminded of the song Waymaker and how like even when I don't feel like you're working like you never stop working and so you know looking back I'm like you know what Lord you really did work through that and you really created something good um even though you know some nights are better than others and you know sometimes I forgot about it and it wasn't something that would always come up but then there were times where it was harder and you know I was like Lord you were you were always moving um So yeah, that was kind of like 12, 13, a little bit of 14. Um, But then that was just kind of a habit that I started to create every time that I had. Um, And then it kind of transitioned sometimes into like bad thoughts at night. And every time that those would come in my head, I said, I have power. I have power. I have power, like in the name of Jesus. And I was going through my closet the other day and I came across this little piece of paper that said, I have power in the name of Jesus. And I had put it on my pin board right next to my bed. And it just brought Mm -hmm. back so many, just like a light in my heart of like, oh, I remember that. Like, Lord, you were so faithful. I just said your name over and over again. And it was, it was a really neat thing. And so I just encourage all of you who are listening, who maybe you do struggle with fear and maybe you struggle with anxiety and maybe it was at a much higher level than I did, or maybe it was lower to just bring it to the Lord and even bring it to, you know, a trustworthy person who's maybe older than you in your life whether it's a parent whether it's an aunt um an uncle who can like really help you through it um and who just loves the lord and you know is going to be trustworthy and is going to be constant and is going to be there for you um definitely go to them and go to go to jesus because he has the answers and we can be like secure Mm -hmm. because he has control um 
but yeah, that was kind of that. And then it was fifth grade or sixth grade. I actually wanted to pursue worship leading more. And so I had like a few other piano teachers, which were literally all of them were so amazing. Um, and then I kind of had a transition piano teacher who was like, she helped me do chords and she helped me do classical. And so I did her for maybe like one or two years. I think it was like a year. Um, and so that was really, really cool. And I was like, I remember telling her, I was like, I told my mom or something, I was like, I don't want to do classical. Like, I just want to do chords because I want to be a worship leader. <laughs> so, it was so funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then after those like few teachers that I did, which they taught me all so much, um, I actually started um, a worship school, which is, it's called Worship Arts, and it's basically like a worship ministry for youth. And so I started that in like fifth, sixth grade, um, kind of around that time. And um it was just, it was, it's been such a cool experience. I'm actually still in it now. Um, but, you know, I've just realized with growing in the Lord and growing of being a worshiper and being a worship leader is um, something my dad told me. He said, you know, we can't give what we don't have um, and mm-hmm. how we can't lead other people if we don't have something to give. And so, um, yeah, that's just been really cool. Um, just kind of growing and being a worship leader and just growing and making new friends there. It's just, it's been a really cool thing. Um, And I've just, I've loved growing and worship leading and just talking to so many other worship leaders um, who just have so much wisdom and realizing like it's so much more than a song and so much more than getting everything right. And I actually went into it kind of being like, okay, like I have to get everything right and I can't mess up. And that was kind of my what I portrayed as worship in a sense of that I had to like get everything right. And, you know, over the years of being in worship arts, it's taught me to actually be like, you know what? Even in my weakness, I boast. It talks about that in the New Testament. It says like, I'm pretty sure it's Second Corinthians or First Corinthians. <laughs> I don't know, I can't remember. I think it's first. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, and just how we can boast even in our weakness. And so that's what worship has taught me. You know, like Psalm 34 says to play things skillfully. You know, so to give it our best, but even when things go unexpectedly, to still give Him the praise because it's not about us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I started that in like fifth, sixth grade, like I said, and that's been a really neat experience. Um, they have like worship teams. They now have a vocal ensemble. They have a travel team. Um, And just like going back to that thing, like we can't give what we don't have. And, you know, throughout my testimony, I was like, just kind of looking back, I'm trying to remember exactly when I started reading the Bible, but it was um, definitely kind of, I'm pretty sure like 11, 12 um, kind of years that I really started like digging into the word. And it was funny, I actually remember the first verse that I read, like, I know it kind of sounds funny. I knew a lot of verses and obviously going to church, but I remember like sitting down and it was, mm-hmm. it maybe wasn't the first time, but it was just a time that I remember of sitting down and like remembering kind of the first thing I read. And it was in Proverbs. I'm not sure if I can get it exactly right. Maybe you can help me with it, <laughs> but it's the verse where it's like, um, by being kind to someone, you hate burning coals on their head. Like if your enemy is hungry, give him a, give him food. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. And, um, Anyway, so yeah, that was in Proverbs, and I just remember like highlighting that and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm I'm getting in the word, like I'm understanding more of what this is. Um, and so, yeah, at actually 12 years old is when I asked the Lord into my life, and um, that was just such a great moment for me. Um, it was life-changing, actually. I 
it was my 12th birthday and I had just gotten the Hillary Scott uh, CD and I put it in my karaoke and she was playing the song Thy Will Be Done. Um, she was singing it and the sun was coming through my window, through my flower curtains and I was sitting on my floral bedspread and I just remember looking out the window and obviously like I said I love the sunshine and it always just touches me when it's sunny outside which it is today I'm so happy um but anyways yeah I was like just looking out the window and I just remember saying like save me like Lord just save me um and I was just like crying and it was just a moment that I remember like the Lord just touched me and his love touched me in that moment and I realized you know what like I don't need to live in fear anymore I don't need to live in doubt um I can just I can walk for the Lord and so yeah, 12 years old, I asked him into my life, and even if I've had doubt kind of since then, um, sometimes if it's been like, mm-hmm. oh wait, like am I going to go to heaven? Like, did I actually say the prayer? I don't really know. You know, every time I've had that, the Lord has actually always brought me back to that moment, and he's like, no, remember that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> and so um, it's just cool kind of how he, he reminds me of that even sometimes when I doubt, you know, if I'm saved or not, you know, which I did kind of a little while ago, maybe a couple years ago, I was like, my goodness like am I saved or not and the Lord's like remember this um and so yeah that's when I asked the Lord into my life and I continued growing in worship leading and meeting new friends um which has been so great and I've just realized the importance of community um and just growing with other people towards Jesus you know um and just how we can all run the race that God has for us and then when we look over and we see other people running, we can run with them. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. been really cool. Um, and then eighth grade, which was last year, kind of like a year and a half ago, um, that's when mm-hmm. I, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I kind of started like identity type things. And so I was like, okay, there's like kind of like two ways to go here. Like I can either listen to like what other people are telling me and kind of like walk in that footstep or I can kind of be like okay Lord who do you say I am and so that was kind of the year of like confidence you know being like okay where am I really gonna place my confidence um you know just when it comes to friends or when it just comes to people that even aren't your friends sometimes we still worry about what they think and um mm-hmm. so yeah that was just a year where I was like okay I need to choose where am I gonna put my identity and you know it was hard um to be like okay Lord I'm gonna put it in you even when we sometimes do worry about what people think of us um in a psalm that actually really really helped me uh, I want to pull it up here a second it was psalm 63 and this psalm is one of my favorites um by far um I just I really really like it and um it says you God are my God earnestly I seek you says I thirst for you my whole being longs for you it says in a dry and parched land where there is no water and I just I love that part where it's just saying like where there's no water like where like even when there's nothing like Lord you actually quench my thirst and so I just remember like reading through this and then like at night one time just like coming to the Lord and being like so full of joy like Lord, you satisfy me. And I was able to like taste and see that the Lord is good. Like it talks about that in Psalm 34. It says, taste and see that the Lord mm-hmm. is good. And I was able to like taste it. <laughs> Obviously that's a weird word, but like I was able to see that Lord, like you actually really do satisfy my heart. And um, 
that was just Mm -hmm. so neat and I just remember that night being so filled with joy like whoa like god I'm so excited about you like even though life isn't always easy like you fulfill me and I was like so happy I was like I found the thing that fulfills my heart and it fulfills your heart and everyone who's listening it fulfills your heart like I'm talking exactly to you because the Lord made you and um you know that's something that I just still have to remind myself today like even when the world will sometimes portray pictures of oh like a relationship will satisfy you or the perfect friends will satisfy you or the perfect church the perfect this Mm -hmm. the perfect that you know it's like nothing really is perfect and nothing can satisfy Mm -hmm. us but the lord um and you know i've always been like a big people person i've loved being around people and you know even in that sense i've had to realize like you know what like friendships aren't going to satisfy me like they're going to bring me closer to the lord closer to the one who does fulfill um so yeah eighth grade was a pretty good year um i loved like growing closer to the lord and um it was definitely hard school-wise i remember that year like that was a hard year school-wise it was definitely kind of a lot um but it was great i learned a lot um for school i do like a community thing i don't think i mentioned this i um, do a community thing mm-hmm. where I meet with like some people once a week and we all like have a class for our grade and um, so yeah we do that we do our work at home and then we um, go there every week and so that's been cool to just meet new people there and um, be a light to them and there's a lot of awesome people that I just met throughout the years it's that's been really awesome. really cool um, but yeah so that was eighth grade I'm trying to think I feel like I'm missing something here um but yeah like how are you doing do you have like any questions so far about it or like I don't know I'm just kind of thinking out loud <laughs> um but yeah so that was really really cool um I'm trying to think oh yeah and then um obviously my church um I went to youth group on Wednesdays and um I love my church that I go to it's been really really cool and um I remember actually a specific time I'll kind of end with this as I'm like wrapping up my eighth grade year a little bit um was a time where I'm sure many of you guys know the song Reckless Love um and they were playing that song at church one time and it was actually a while ago it was one of the the first times it was kind of played and um it was amazing because I just remember like totally started crying during the church service and being like oh my word like God's love is so big and it's so great and like he'll do anything for me and he'll do anything for you and um so kind of just like looking back at my testimony I know I've kind of said a lot of things but um I think the biggest and most important thing that I've learned and I hope that if you can take one thing away from this from this whole thing that it would be this that Jesus loves you he really really does and um you know, sometimes I just, it's crazy thinking about it. Um, and even, you know, my freshman year, which is this year, that's something that he's been reminding me again, like Grace, like I love you. And it's out of his love that we can serve him. Um, and it's like, okay, God, like you love me so much. So like, I get to serve you. Um, and I get to obey your commands and what you tell me. In the New Testament, it says, if you love me, keep my commands. Um, and so that's just been something in my life. I'm like, you know what, Lord, you love me so much. So I long to obey you. I long to serve you. I long to read your word. Um, and so, yeah, that is my testimony. Uh, I think, obviously, like I said, 
sorry, I don't know if you hear the piano in the background. Um, the biggest things like I've learned is how <laughs> the Lord loves me and how he fulfills my heart. And I hope that um, that is the same for you too. But yeah, thanks again for having me. I know that's obviously I could go on for a long time. Yeah, but that's just exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's always growing. It's always changing in little areas. It's always, yep. you know, it's never fully always there. It's, you know, we're all like having our living, breathing testimonies every day. There's always Absolutely. something new to add to our testimonies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yes, I love thank you so Grace. much for having me. I hope that this is able to inspire you and inspire so many other people. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. I love you, you so amazing. much. You are t- you are too, guys. If you don't know Abby, she <laughs> is so awesome. Like seriously, she loves the Lord and Abby, that's something that I've always loved about you. It's like your love for the Lord and oh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. I love that about Thanks, you too. Girl so happy to be on today so glad you got to be on yes oh my goodness <laughs> okay guys so i like grace said i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast episode and that it encouraged you and so enjoy your amazing day i know it's crazy it's july we're and so I just hope you enjoy the rest yes, of the Yes, see you later. Thanks, Bye, Abby. Guys.